Jeremy Greer. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that picks the worst AVX tie-ins to cover by themselves. Really, we should have we should have just put Wolverine and X-Men 16 and New Avengers 30 on the same book, on the same episode, Gary, because neither yep. one are good, but we're going to talk about each of them neither for one like are 20 minutes. They're bad for different reasons. Okay. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing in this is, they, they both have bad dialogue. Uh, but this one isn't trying to make me think a non-established character is very cool. Yes. Um, which I like. We are covering the New mm. Avengers number 30, uh, a comic book whose cover has Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Iron Fist all running towards uh, the the viewer uh, with a bunch of fiery wreckage in the background. I read this like three hours ago, and I'm like 80% confident Iron Fist isn't in it. Does he show up at some point? I don't remember. No, is he? Uh, is he in this? He says he says something. Okay, he, he's not in it very <laughs> yeah, much. Okay, cool. He's legit. Could not he, uh, remember. <laughs> it really should have been Mockingbird. Mockingbird gets a lot of yeah stuff in this. Absolutely. You know, um, yeah. Jessica Jones appears on the little cast thing on the left when she gets talked to in a phone call. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to read both AVXs, but there's a big warning that says read this after AVX eleven warning and i really appreciate that because i was like uh i could have guessed what would have happened but uh you know for convenience i i would have stepped on that rake it's um, um this is written by brian bendis and art by mike diodato uh by the way art is serviceable it's okay the writing is pretty irritating um also like i love this like read this after issue 11 uh, because it's like the first time that I feel like they've really like leaned into any sort of print- <laughs> like help me out. <laughs> like we've been begging you. Yeah. We, this doesn't make any sense. Um, this has been weirdly difficult. So yeah. we're in San Francisco. Uh, we have a, we're in like a semi truck, uh, like an 18 wheeler type situation and daredevil and Luke Cage are at the back. Uh, they have, uh, and they're kind of recovering from the, the beach war as I like to call it, the beach war of 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing the, the Brian Michael Bendis thing, which is uh, superheroes talking about their lives uh, while dressed up like superheroes and not doing any superhero stuff, uh, which yes. it, it works sometimes. Um, I, I don't actually mind this Luke Cage, Jessica Jones stuff, like the kind of through plot with him uh, realizing that, oh, I have a child. Maybe I shouldn't go to a beach full of powerful cosmic mutants and punch them. Yeah, I shouldn't go fight the Phoenix. Yeah, um, because like you know, I, 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 that that's realistic to me. Like, oh, I have I have a baby and a yeah. and a and a wife, and I should probably not go fight the Phoenix. Like some fights, I just like I'm a bulletproof guy. I'm not a Phoenix proof guy. Um, yeah, uh, and then of course you know, I don't I don't I don't mind that either. And yeah. they laid track for it. Like a very early New Avengers tie-in. Mm-hmm that we covered in this, this series was about him struggling with that. Yeah. One of the first AVXs I thought, or maybe that was a new Avengers was where yeah. like, she was like, Hey, I'm out. Like we've got a child and you can choose to do this or you can come live with me. <laughs> yep. I, I'm just thinking about daredevil here and how silly it is that he has that logo on his chest. Yeah. Like who, whom is that for <laughs> other than the reader, the criminals, you know, I guess like if, well, criminals might recognize him for the rest of the outfit. You know, the red, the red bodysuit and little tiny horns. I guess after, mm-hmm. um, I'm in Daredevil season three on Netflix still, uh, which is mm-hmm. primo fucking Marvel content, by the way, like uh, fucking out. I, I should watch out, it. I should. Outstanding shit. Yeah. Um, 
put the put the season two with the ninjas on like one point five speed if you need to. You could get through all that shit. Yeah. Uh or I'll read a read a synopsis. Or just start. Like like, you know, Daredevil wakes up after being killed in the Defender, supposedly, and like is dealing with the out like it you, you could just start there and not really worry about anything. Um but part of that series is like Bullseye dresses up like Daredevil and kills a bunch of people. Um and it's brutal and crazy and I feel like he just put the two D's on his chest for like copyright infringement because that happened once. And he's like, if you do it again, I'm going to get my copyright yeah. lawyer and sue you. Not bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> Won't kill <Yeah>. criminals. <laughs> yes. The, uh, so uh, there, they, I love uh, Luke Cage being like, I never asked you, how do you like being an Avenger? <laughs> just like very basic, funny questions. Uh, there's somebody in the back of the brig talking to them and they're kind of ignoring, they're saying like, pipe it down, you know, as they're doing this heart to heart, the person in the back is like, God, shut up. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this shit's obnoxious. Uh, you know, you're talking about whether you want to be an Avenger or not having a baby. Um, it's revealed. This is Emma Frost yes. in the back with uh, handcuffs uh, just being, uh, you know, very mad and being very like, she's now a villain. It looks like <laughs> apparently just completely. Uh, that's part of the reason why I want to read the aftermath yes. stuff um, because she's real saucy about this whole thing. And I don't know if that's bad writing or if that's just the direction they decided to make the character. Like her Phoenix brain has now made her pure sniveling villain or like, I don't know. I'll be curious if it, it like Cyclops betraying her also like she, she you know, yeah. that, that relationship being kind of the core foundation of her, you know, breaking good breaking good you know? and like that kind of weird attraction they have with each other and now that that's probably gone like her having to to deal with that and just going back to some of her old ways uh i find it hilarious like she got the phoenix depowered and so she's back in her like x-men emma frost outfit and they were just like yeah sit on the floor just sit yeah. over there <laughs> like you know i don't know just kind of looks vaguely penthousey i guess so just sit on the floor over there emma it, frost like i don't know yeah it weirdly a little sexy to have her on the floor in this fuck me pose for some reason Mm -hmm. uh you know and they're just like you know yesterday you wanted me to call you god and she's being flippant she's like i didn't use those exact words you know we were trying to save the world uh which again nobody will engage with that idea uh it's too scary for them and she says the only thing only part of this comic i like at all is she's like you know at the end of the day we're, we're just doing what you were trying to do you two of all people and Luke Cage says, what does that mean? And Daredevil says, I think it's because we both protect our neighborhoods and we're both black, which is pretty funny. He's, you know, has what, what's, low vision. What's the, what's the joke here? I, I think the joke is that he doesn't. So the part I don't get is that her being like, I would have gotten that joke if I would have had telepathy. Yeah. I think it is a joke of him. So this, I could be wrong about this. And this is not me trying to be ableist. I think the joke is that because he is blind, he does not know what color he is. Okay. Is the joke he was making to Luke Cage? Well, that that just seems like a you lot know? of privilege. <laughs> I, it's a, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know if that's that's what's going on. And it, it's confused by Emma Frost being like, if my mental powers weren't locked down, I would have gotten the joke. Because I thought maybe the, the, I, I, I saw two paths for this joke, which I did not understand. This didn't land for me at all. Um, either like she said, "You two of all people," and he was making like a, "Oh, why are you calling?" You know, like you call it what do you mean you people kind of thing right like we're we're but that didn't really make sense and then maybe this is some inside joke between luke cage and daredevil that is just not explained in this book whatsoever so she would have to have her mental powers to to pick it up 
I don't know. But either way, this seems like just really, it was the first time reading this book. And of course, this is like the third page or whatever that I was like, uh oh, <laughs> this is going to be a little weird. It's pretty confusing. <laughs> it gets, it gets way worse. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, Daredevil says that you should call your, call your wife, which, you know, Daredevil will tell you to call your wife. Um, his Daredevil sense goes off and they get blasted by all these guys in mech jetpacks. Uh, these are the purifiers, um, who are an X-Men villain. Uh, it's one of the many just kind of orders, you know, friends of humanity kind of thing. These are the religious ones, uh, introduced by Chuck Austin, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they suck. Yes. Um, and Bendis gives them a lot of dialogue in this, uh, every page that they're on, every page that a purifier is on has at least like three Bible quotes on it. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I, I couldn't read them. Like at some point I was just, I would just see the quotation mark and be like, Oh, it's a Bible quote. And just scoot by. It was, like they're bigots there's nothing there's nothing more to understand they're not complicated it's the weirdest moment it's the weirdest like i felt reading a comic book in a long time where like every time one of these started i was just like I, like it, it fried my brain a little bit to like even want to process it like because there was so much of it and i feel like this is like i, I don't know like this kind of chatter thing is is something that you know villains do or whatever but the repetitive nature and the the old timey Bible language, at the same time where they're wearing these really really like detailed articulated jetpacks and you know fucking pouches on the belt and huge guns and it just the combination just really set me off. Like I was just like like I had to close my eyes a couple of times when I was reading this and just like I got to get fucking through this, man. This is difficult to read. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also. I just. I'm uh, gonna say this here to get it out of the way. I'm also really, really annoyed at like the timing of this because the X Men, the, the Phoenix X Men, have spent most of their time destroying organizations like this, as we have seen over and over again. Uh, and the fact that like five minutes after Emma is depowered, they're tracking her down in a fucking bus is really with their like. There seems to be 30 of them with several million dollar suits on. It's just really fucking obnoxious yeah. to me. I hate it so much. Every Everything about it is obnoxious. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, this little running joke. So uh, Luke Cage is like, can't we just have one normal day? Uh, and everyone's showing up and saying that, you know, is a real jokey joke. The Emma Frost is like, you guys are going to need us. They're like, no, we don't need you. They run out and then just immediately just get blasted to death. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like knocked down. You're like, you're Daredevil and Luke Cage, fucking idiots. Like, you're not Thor. What are you doing just charging right into this? Well, and then on the uh, next panel, you, it's revealed that the thing is in the front seat, which you always put the thing in the back seat yeah. with the prisoner. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what you're... Yeah. I don't know who called fucking well, shotgun, sleeping. but I'm sorry, thing. You go, you're you in the back. <laughs> it's very funny. He has a little travel blanket on. <laughs> Catch a little shut eye on the road. Yeah, yeah, he's good. <laughs> uh, with Mockingbird driving, uh, they say, can't we just have some normal day uh, and start fighting? Yes. Uh, there, as the purifiers are just yelling quotes at them, you know, uh, they're firing Bible quotes back. Um, and it's just a big, boring fight. Yep. Um, and I feel like this moment happens eight or ten times where one of the heroes, like, defeats 
one of these mecha dudes, uh, and then one comes up from behind it and shoots the, the hero in the back. But I guess this is like a super powerful gun because the thing is like, ah, fuck, a gun. And I'm like, ah, yeah. are you, <laughs> like, what? Is it a weird bullet? <laughs> like, I don't normally care about these yeah. details, but like, at least give me a, a line of, di- like, replace one of the fucking Bible quotes with, I'm glad the Lord blessed our titanium bullets, able to penetrate the thing's skin or whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I'm glad we no, robbed Roxon. Uh, bless, bless, hey, praise Jesus or bl- some God shit. bless Roxon. God bless Cade Kilgore, who sold us these, <laughs> yeah, something, these mutant dude. killing weapons. Absolutely. Uh, no synergy. Um, so the, they're fighting. Uh, they're, they're, they're trying to do a little uh, thing here. What the, this comic is trying to establish is that even though th- this is the Avengers running as a brand, running image control of not being bigots. Mm-hmm. The the purpose of this comic, its purpose in life, is to contrast the Avengers who just fought the Phoenix without considering how what it might mean to the mutant race with actual bigots. Uh, and the characters just say this. It's not subtle. Yeah. They're like, you know, we're better than them because we just don't like Emma Frost for her, not because she's a mutant. Yeah. Great. Cool. Thank you. And, yeah. And, you know, there's, there's a, it feels defensive and there was a better way to do that than this i think the other thing i think it was supposed to you know do is the one of the purifiers is going to kill emma frost daredevil saves her life uh but then smacks her in the head and says you're still under arrest like hits her Mm -hmm. and the idea being like you know even though you're this protected class i'll still defend you against bigots you know but then he smacks her in the head as well again it just feels very defensive trying to drive that drive that difference also uh like Um, the the Number one, like huge, I've got black friends vibes from this, like from the get go, right? Like yeah. if we're going to have, you know, if like you said, it feels very defensive when he hits her in the face, like it's, he does the typical like daredevil, like I'm going to ricochet my baton or whatever, but it hits her. And so she's got her arms like tied behind her back. She goes, she fucking face plants into the concrete. Like Emma Frost has a fucked up face from here on out. Like there's no way, right? Like, <laughs> like look at that panel. She's flumping directly into concrete. Like there's, she's broken her nose again. Yeah. Yep. Poor Emma Frost. Yep. Uh, more fights happen, you know, shooting Luke Cage and Luke Cage has his moment. He gets shot. And again, Luke Cage is bulletproof. They must have super bullets. They keep shooting him, and he's thinking about uh, his wife and kid, uh, and then also thinking about Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> that's where he appears in this comic is just like, oh, yeah, Iron Fist is good. I like that guy. I like that dude. He's okay. Um, and, and then he has the moment where he's like, enough, and then he starts beating a bunch of people up. Yeah. Uh, you know, and correcting their Bible quotes. Uh, Mockingbird is batting way outside her weight class in this. Uh, she's, you know, just punching these mech guys in the back and stuff. She steals one of their guns, shoots a bunch of them, a bunch of them, takes them all down. I will, I will uh, absolutely brook no Mockingbird slander on this podcast, Gary. You can fucking stand Hank Pym as all, all you want to, but like, she's not batting out of her, out of her weight class. Like they're just dudes in a suit. Like what, what do you mean? What, what do you, they're dudes in a suit who who whose bullets can knock down the thing. Yeah, she dodged the bullets like, and we she were... took care of the dude in a suit. This is like standard everyday behavior for Mock- for Mockingbird. So Mockingbird just a lady. She's good, but it's weird. <laughs> it's a little bit weird. I don't I don't I don't hate Mockingbird or anything. It just she's just she's just a lady. I'm just saying you're only saying you know? that about the woman on, on this team. <laughs> uh, 
you were just saying what thing getting knocked down and fucked with. Uh, which I like. It's I don't like anybody on this team. Yeah, no. <laughs> All these characters fucking suck. Like. Uh, I don't, I don't, don't want any of this stuff. It, the thing that's irritating about it is to me is Bendis's weird obsession. He got around new Avengers with characters that don't have powers. Like he loved Spider-Man forever. And Spider-Man's a low, like a street level character, his powers, but he's, you know, he's not fighting Thanos. Usually he's fighting, you know, the shocker. And then his whole thing with new Avengers of like, let's get a whole team together. of Those guys has always been frustrating and dumb to me. Yes. Like, what if all of these characters who work as solo titles just all hung out? Uh, I've always thought that was kind of irritating, like a mockingbird story that was her doing spy shit. You know, I'm way into that. Her fighting thing level threats feels weird to me. Like what was she doing against the Phoenix mm-hmm. when she was up at the, at the beach? You know, I, I mean, I would have kept my humans away from that. I, Same thing with Hawkeye. Like I'm not saying like, it's it's both. I'm not just saying like it just Mockingbird. Like I probably would have kept the people who are not invulnerable away from the Phoenix. Yes, a hundred percent. If it were me, the idea like that we have to get all of the Avengers to fight the Phoenix Force, I thought was always. I mean, and I know it's a crossover event. You want you want to put the, the action figures together, but like the idea that we're dragging Daredevil from, and even Spider Man, right? Like Spider Man's done done some work, but like I meant to call it out in the last issue, but the that big spread on the beach where um it's revealed that like they're fighting Emma in the background while Xavier and Cyclops is talking. There's a tiny little Spider-Man just swinging towards Emma. And I'm like, on what? Like, what are you, are yeah, you, are what you, doing? Are you, sw- yeah, what are, you are you swinging on Thor? <laughs> like, what is the, yeah. <laughs> what's your end game here? PD? <laughs> it's like the video game where you have to swing on helicopters to get out. To, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, Statue of Liberty. But yeah. I, you know, it's, it's, it's that same thing where we're like, why are we sending fucking like street level Avengers? Like to, you know, cosmic level forces. Like y'all have a Nova. If Nova can't yeah. take care of this fucking yeah. daredevil is not going to do add anything to the fucking pet to party. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone, you know, Iron Man and Thor show up as backup too late and say, you know, can't we just have a normal day? Again, the joke, uh, Thor's like, it's a good day. We took out yon villains. Um, and, uh, Luke Cage calls his wife and quits the Avengers. Yes. Uh, that is the, uh, the big momentous thing that is meant to have happened, uh, here. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. And I never want to read another issue of new Avengers again. Yep. I am done. Especially when the next yeah. episode is just like Dr. Strange, like kicking a hand. <laughs> like the, the next, yeah. the next <laughs> issue is what it looks like. I, said, I think I said something else, but uh, can you imagine a hand gets kicked? Oh my God. Ye hand be kicked. Um, not into it's this. It's like a Modoc TV series episode title. Uh, not into this um, at all. Um, the only thing I liked about this was at the very beginning with Luke Cage kind of doubting whether or not he wanted to be a part of this stuff. Um, I feel like if I was Luke Cage before I quit the Avengers, I would just go to Captain America and be like, hey, I'm street level only. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm fucking Harlem. Like, uh, you know earthbound stuff yeah only like i can't i'm not only yeah don't call me yeah you you call me for aim or below <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm level six <laughs> and be- and higher like or, or lower yeah. whatever your fucking leveling format is but like don't bring me in for like i don't know galactus i can't i'm not a galactus guy like i can't do anything if krang is here yeah. i'm sorry like i don't i'm not a time yeah. guy <laughs> like i don't understand <laughs> this stuff i just like there's i feel like the avengers should have like just you know a, a ranking system of who gets to do what or who signs up for what um but it doesn't matter it, it's also like a bendis pet theme that like 
these little street little guys bat above their weight class. And I always think it's much more interesting when they're on the back foot. Like I haven't watched daredevil season three, but I know like the best daredevil comics I've read have all been him really, really in over his head. And same thing with my favorite Spider-Man comics, right? Like that's how those characters work. And the idea that like, no, 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 no. Like Luke Cage is a hero. And that means he can stand toe to toe with anything is not that interesting to me. And it's not a hate for Luke Cage. I love watching Luke Cage do shit. Uh, I just like it more when he's on the back foot. Yeah. Uh, to me. Anywho, uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back with the final issue of the main crossover next episode. We will. In the meantime, uh, be sure to um, tell everybody about the podcast. Uh, go to patreon.com slash duckvtv if you want to. Uh, Donate money to us, support the network, get access to a cool Slack channel where you can hang out with people uh, that have the same interest as you, uh, or maybe not. If you want to get to meet some new people with some new interests, there's there's all kinds of people yeah. in the Slack channel. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Nope. Ratings, reviews, uh, tell your friends, and we will be back in a couple of days with AVH12.